0: Hello oh, and welcome to COS Live. You can watch the original video broadcast live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Visit conventionofstates.com slash pod to learn more. And now, here's COS Live. Well, hello, Convention of States supporters, and welcome back to another episode of COS Live. My name is Andrew Woodruff. I'll be your host. And of course, I am joined by Rita Peters, who is the Senior Vice President of Legislative Affairs, but she's also my co-host. Rita, how are you?
1: Happy to be with you today, Andrew. Doing well.
0: I'm happy to be with you as well. And I'm happy to be with all of you out there in the audience too. Uh, Send us a comment, let us know what state you're tuning in from. We'd love to hear from you. And while you're at it, give us a like, a share, a retweet or a rumble. We've got to get this message out that the founders gave us. It's Article 5 Convention of States. It's a secret weapon that the founders gifted to us. We got to use it, but we're relying on you to spread the message. We have a great program lined up for you Uh, he has been denied an education mark huber an intern with convention of states Uh, his university is enforcing a vaccine mandate and they are not allowing him to go to school so we're going to tell you his amazing story on how he is taking a stand at his university we have our latest edition of cos field reports we're going to get some insight from one of our Uh, volunteers in Kansas. We're going to listen to his testimony. But before we get to all of that, we have, of course, our Article 5 trivia giveaway with COS Vice President Mike Ruthenberg. Mike, over to you.
2: Thank you, Andrew and Rita for inviting me back. Boy, it's amazing. We've done over 100 of these things. And it's so much fun every single time I come. And it's such an honor and privilege to be able to not only be here among you incredible patriots, but also among all of the incredible patriots that come and watch our Facebook Live each week. Of course, we endeavor to figure out ways to give you more information, to educate you more on Article 5, the Convention of States project, and all the things that are happening in this very large and growing organization and tonight when you hear mark huber speak you'll know just how much faith we can have in our uh, next generation as they're coming up and supporting convention states and fighting for their own freedom as well as for the freedom of all of us so now it's time for me to talk a little bit of article 5 trivia and our giveaway question today will involve a t-shirt and I'm wearing the one that we'll give away that I will not comply with the will of tyrants, which is so appropriate right now to weigh it is a great conversation starter. I wear it in the airports, I wear it when I walk around town. People either point to the shirt and tell me, wow, that's a great shirt, or they start a conversation, which I love because it gives me the opportunity to speak with them, tell them a little bit about conventional states, and commiserate in many cases with them on some of the freedoms that we're losing right now that we all need to band together to fight for. So that's what I'm gonna be giving away today, this shirt. And don't fret if you don't win the shirt, of course, I can only give one away. However, if you go to shop you can pick up your own shirt. We have some other shirts that are on the way, or that we have, there's a shirt that's on the way that says, let's go Brandon. And that'll be in the store either later today or tomorrow so you'll get to pre-order that and we'll have them in about two weeks and a lot of people have been asking about a shirt like that one as well another great conversation starter anyway let's go back to our trivia and our trivia question for the day is according to article 5 of the constitution which i hope and expect that if you haven't read you will read it requires two-thirds of the states to call an article 5 convention for proposing amendments. My question is, how many states is that presently? How many states does it take to call an Article 5 convention? And of course, you can probably do some quick math if you're quick enough at it and your fingers are fast enough. Maybe you'll be the first one to come up with the answer to that question. And I'll come back at the end with the answer to that question. Right now, enjoy the show.
0: Thanks, Mike. For today's COS Field Reports, we're going to do something that's a little new. Usually we Uh, share with you an event. We show pictures or uh, or we share video from events that are happening around the country. But today we're going to be hearing a testimony from Bob Strider, who is in Kansas. He's going to share with you his story. He's a veteran and he is also a trucker. He's got an amazing story. So over to you, Bob.
3: Hey, y'all. Bob Strider here. Grassroots coordinator for the Convention of States project here in Kansas. What a beautiful fall day here in Kansas. The Grands and I decided to get out and take advantage of it. I'm truly a blessed man to live where I do in this great country. However, when I turn on the TV to catch the news or for that matter, when I, when I look at social media, I'm insulted, threatened, made to be mad, driven to fear. If I didn't know that God's really the one in control of the things I, the media and some of the people are saying, uh, so the stuff they're saying would make me, make me want to give up. I, I'm not going to give up. Let me tell you a little story. About eight years ago, a few of us guys were having a couple beers and complaining about the government. One of my friends said what we really need to do is have an Article 5 convention of the state's. Uh, I didn't know what he was talking about, but I knew I should check it out. Uh, a few months went by. During that time, I heard some men say they thought it was time for another civil war. I cringed, and I still do every time I hear people talk like that. Just who's going to be fighting who, and who's going who's to be the boss when the fight's over? Uh, war's not the answer. I knew there had to be a better way. I got home one day and my wife was upset about some stuff she had seen on the news. You know, something else the government was doing to control our lives. We talked about it for a while, discussed how our freedoms were being taken away and how people who are supposed to protect, be protecting those freedoms aren't doing their job. Finally, she said, that's all I hear, a lot of talk, but nobody does anything. That's when I knew that I needed to do something. I remembered what my friend had said about an Article 5 convention and, and started searching the web. Um, I came across Citizens for Self-Governance and a Convention of States project. Saw who was involved and what they were doing. Uh, convention of States is petitioning the state legislatures to make application for calling a convention to address three subjects, term limits, on, on members of Congress and federal government officials, fiscal responsibility, and jurisdictional restraint on the federal government. They intend to make this happen by growing the largest grassroots organization in history. After uh, reading and studying the website at conventionofstates.com, I thought this is a no-brainer and I volunteered. I honestly thought it would be easy to get the states to step up and have this meeting. Uh, It's obvious to me and most of the people I know that the federal government has gotten way outside of its constitutional boundaries, and it's the state's responsibility to put it back in. However, there are those who are afraid to do anything, and of course, those who expect someone else to take care of it. And truthfully, it isn't supposed to be easy to change our constitution. That's where the grassroots comes in. You see, it's up to we the people, not him, not her, not them. It's up to me and you as part of we. If we come together as a people and let our state legislators know we want and expect them to do their constitutional responsibility of protecting our God-given rights and give them the support they need, they will do it or it's our responsibility to replace them. It really is up to we, the people, working through our state legislators as the framers of our Constitution intended. So, go to conventionofstates.com. Sign a petition, and your state legislators will receive an email notifying them that, that you have. Then be sure to click on the Take Action tab and see if there's any volunteer opportunities that you're interested in hey kids come over here you know we all have to step up and do our part in this deal or we'll lose what's left of this idea of which is america for our kids Uh, get in here y'all and let's and let's get this done are you ready yeah yes all right until next time May May God God bless bless you you and these United United States States of America. America. Thanks, Bob.
0: Well, joining us on the program now is Mark Huber, who is an intern with Convention of States Action. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you. I want to jump right into my very first question. Uh, Take us to the beginning of your story. What university were you admitted to? And tell us about how you found out about this vaccine mandate that your university is enforcing.
4: Well, I went to St. John's University. Well, still am, but I'm planning on transferring out after this semester. And last summer, I found out they were going to mandate the vaccine, but offered the opportunity to have a religious exemption. So I applied for that in early August and didn't get a reply back until the day before school started. And um, they gave me a little extra of time to submit proof of vaccination, but I never planned t- to get vaccinated. Um, so we were going through this whole process of a lawsuit to that we filed against the school because they didn't give us any reason for a denial of our religious exemptions. And this included 16 other families. Uh, as of right now, it seems like we're not gonna win this lawsuit. Um, my lawyer is planning on filing an article 78 but like i said i'm transferring next semester so that won't really help me out because that's going to help the other students who are staying attend school with a religious exemption mm-hmm.
1: you know it's just really concerning to so many of us that a university would require individuals to take this vaccination, especially now that there's evidence of waning benefits according to several reports that people have issued. And, you know, I just wonder, do you know, were any exemptions given to any students at the university? Do you know how other students fared when they requested exemptions?
4: I believe there were around 500 exemptions filed and only 125 were actually accepted. I only know of one person, I don't know what she wrote, but only one of my friends got accepted out of
0: many. Mm -hmm. Mm. You know, as you were kind of talking about um, your experience so far at your school and just not having the opportunity to to really get a response from this school, I was thinking about how you decided to still continue with St. John's and you decided to fight this, you uh, filed a suit. You're not sure if you're going to be able to win this suit, but it still kind of reminded me that you, um, something that Philip K. Dick once said, and he talked about how, um, I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but you stand up to tyrants and you suffer the consequences, basically what, you, what he said. And this is something that you're doing you have, you're standing up to this tyranny, this vaccine mandate that your school St. John is pushing upon you. And you're just, you're gonna take the consequences of it. Why do you feel that this is the right hill to die on for you? Uh, Even though you are going to another school, you're possibly gonna be transferring, but why do you think this is a hill to die on? Well,
4: there are a few things that went through my mind that helped me get through this is first of all, there's, I listened to this one song a few weeks ago and it in the song it said um this is nothing that time won't erase or money can't replace and that's exactly what it is school is important but where i go to school isn't i can always just transfer out so i had no problem fighting this and if i don't take a stand who will and if you don't take a stand they're going to just keep on in mandate after mandate, and you start losing freedom after freedom.
1: Yeah, that's really a great point. You know, a lot of people have this attitude when they look at the state of America today that, you know, someone else will take up this fight, someone else will restore the republic, someone else will volunteer, but it doesn't work that way right we have to see what needs to be done and then we have to get to work ourselves we ourselves have to stand up to tyranny is that sort of the attitude that you have about this mark
4: exactly and 16 other families have the same exact attitude as i do
1: yeah well that's encouraging tell us what's next for you have you looked at being admitted, obviously you have to another university. What are you hoping to study there? Tell us what's coming up next for you.
4: For me right now, it's deciding between Adelphi University and the King's College in New York City. I got accepted to both and they both actually have different um, vaccination policies. Adelphi mandates it, um, but I got my religious exemption accepted there. But King's College, completely different. They don't mandate it. They just say, if you feel sick, stay home. And then they also
0: provide an opportunity to learn virtually if you
4: do stay home because you're sick. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. That's great that these universities, especially King's College, is giving you the ability to exercise your own self-governance in this situation, which I believe that's, that's the right way to handle it. If you feel sick, stay home. But mandating never ends. It's very messy when you start doing stuff like that. You're depriving people of their self-governance, depriving people of their liberty, and their ability to better themselves through education. So that's great that you are looking into these options and that King's College might be uh, an option for you. I want to go back to uh, you're part of the Emerging Leaders Program. You're an an intern with Convention of States Action. Would you be able to tell the, uh, the audience, the people listening in right now, what your experience has been so far um, with this internship and just tell us your experience um, being a part of the Emerging Leaders Program?
4: Well, I absolutely love it. The amount of support I've been getting from all the employees in Convention Estates with my situation has been amazing. It's a life-changing situation learning about servant leadership. I got, we're re- currently reading a book in the class of the um internship and it's a great learning experience
1: well you know our our viewers know that americans and our values are really under attack you know government everywhere you turn government is trying to tell Americans what to do. I'm curious to know what, what kind of response you see to that among your friends, classmates, you know. Are, are they alarmed by this? Do they think it's normal for government to be saying you have to wear a mask, you have to get a vaccine? Um, what do you see among your generation?
4: Well, I'm also president of a turning point chapter at St. John's, so I get to experience like all different opinions on this, because now they have these two new signs that said my body, my choice, or educate, don't mandate. And surprisingly, a lot of students agree that the vaccine shouldn't be mandated. They all agree that it should be a choice. On the masks, the other hand, that's
0: a little bit more half and half. Mm. That's really interesting to hear that. Um, uh, I, I, would, I, I guess that makes sense that they would be against the mandate that the uh, masks are half and half. Um, one last question before we go, though. Uh, you said you're a Turning Point USA president at St. John's. Do you plan to uh, try and start a chapter at a at uh, university that you go to or at least joining a chapter and sticking with Turning Point USA?
4: Well, at Kings, I know there's not one, and Adelphi, I heard there may be one, but I definitely plan on joining it, it. and at St. John's, we currently have the biggest chapter in New York, and I plan
0: on beating that no matter where I go. Mm. That's amazing to hear the leadership that you have, and I'm just glad that you are taking this fight and that you're standing up for what you believe is the right thing to do. Mark, it's been a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you so much. Uh, Looking forward to having you on again in the future. Thank you for having me. We are going to transition now to Mike, who has our Article 5 Trivia Giveaway. Mike, over to you.
2: Well, thanks for having me back. Hopefully, you've made it through the show and you're dying to know what the answer is to our Article 5 Trivia question. Up for grabs today, or at least it was, was one of these I Will Not Comply t-shirts, just like the one I'm wearing. And again, if you don't win, please feel free to go to shopconventionestates.com, go to the store and you can pick up your own shirt. You can pick up one of the many items that we have. We have a growing supply in the Convention Estates store. And it's really fun to see so many people involved with Convention Estates wearing our gear and starting conversations all over the nation. So if you remember our question from the beginning of the show, The question was, according to Article 5 of the Constitution, it requires two-thirds of the states in order to call an Article 5 convention. And that convention, of course, is for proposing amendments to our Constitution. How many states is that presently? What's the number? And how many states does it take to call a convention? What is that question? And the answer is it takes two-thirds of the 50 states, which is 34. 34 is our number. Hopefully, you are the one that either did the math or knew that from all of the times you've been here listening to us talk about convention states and what it takes to get there. Currently, we have 15 states that have signed on. When I say signed on, I mean that they have gone through their legislative process, which involves going to committee, coming out of committee, and then going to the floor for vote in both legislative chambers in your in that state. Dozens more are going to be considering this resolution in the coming months. And all it takes is 19 more states and we get to the finish line of 34. And the question that I have for you is, does your state legislators or do your state legislators to use proper English support the Convention of States project? And if you haven't signed the petition, you can let them know you support it by going to conventionofstates.com To sign our petition, or of course, you can pick up the phone and call one of your legislators. We actually have a lookup tool, so you can go to conventionstates.com, look up your legislator, give them a call, and ask them what they think, especially if you've already signed our petition. So that's all we have for now. Back to you, Andrew and Rita.
1: We do this show every week to reach, teach, and activate Americans with the constitutional empowerment gifted to we the people. The framers knew this day might come, and that's why they included Convention of States in Article 5 of the Constitution. We believe the best days for America are still ahead, but only if we do what it takes. It won't happen by osmosis, and it certainly won't happen by just watching this broadcast. Millions of Americans have signed a petition, and thousands of volunteers are doing the work required to restore the Republic. But these heroes need your help. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Like the Founders, we must act. This is the moment when history is made. So if you're ready to take your place among the Americans who did whatever it took to save the Republic, sign up for one of the many volunteer roles with COS. We look for team players who are eager to see America reach a new golden age of freedom and prosperity. We'll give you all the training you need and plug you into a community that engages in the only solution as big as the problem. If you'd like to learn more about being a COS activist, go to conventionofstates.com and click the Take Action tab to get started.
0: And after you've clicked the take action, after you've decided to volunteer, after you've decided to get involved in this fight, Make sure that you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Rumble, MeWeave, Facebook, Parler, Instagram, Twitter. And now we're, we've recently added a new social media platform. We are also on TikTok. So make sure that you're following us and then sharing and liking all of the COS content. Like I said at the beginning, we got to get this message out about an Article 5 Convention of States. You can also listen to this or you can listen to this program on our Convention of States podcast. Uh, Search Convention of States on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Apple or Amazon Music or Audible. After you go there, uh, make sure that you leave a five-star review. That's how we help this show grow. If you'd like to bypass big tech, still want to get important COS information and messages, you can text START to 54555. Again, that's START to 54555. Uh, check out The Battle Cry with COS co-founder Mark Meckler and president of Convention of States. Uh, it's on every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, join us next Tuesday for another edition of Facebook Live of COS Live. Uh, and we will see you next week at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, don't look to Washington, D.C. for politicians who are, and don't put your trust in them to restore the republic. In fact, look in the mirror, because you're going to be the person that helps restore the republic. This has been the podcast version of COS Live. Check out more content at conventionofstates.com slash pod. Thank you for listening.